everyone, it's Cripple Cody back here with an all-new episode of The Hot Seat. Tonight, we have some familiar guests. Uh, we are going to be talking about something that we're probably going to regret later on. Uh, I want to brace everyone for this upcoming topic of an episode. Tonight, we are going to be talking about political topics. We're going to be talking about the far left, the far right, Everything in between, we're going to be talking about our real opinions, our real thoughts, without worrying about what anyone has to say. I wanted, I want to make this clear. I will be saying some things on tonight's episode that no one, including my guests, will probably be agreeing with me. So uh, please, if you're going to get angry with anything, get angry at just me. Uh, call in if you have anything you want to add to our topics tonight. Tonight, we are talking about the toxicity of the far left, the far right, and everything else in between on tonight's the Hot Seat episode. Let's get started. Ladies and gentlemen, Cody's Hot Seat uses very, very foul language and has very, very sensitive subject matters from time to time. Always has the language. Always. So this parental advisory behind me is not just back there to look good, even though it does look pretty good. So beware be forewarned, there are going to be words that you don't want to hear and subjects you might not want to listen to. So, tune in at your own risk. Little dude's got a foul mouth. Just saying. Just saying. Good luck. You're going to need it. Oh, you're going to need it. fucking great in uh PSA intro and look he's laughing already you, you know <laughs> you don't understand you don't understand when 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 the show started and you just popped up there you did look like a little puppet on the screen right. I was like uh, laughing so short well I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad you. I'm glad you liked the disclaimer, but I didn't have too much competition because that other one sucked. It did. It the, the one that Mike did like a couple of years ago. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a couple of years ago. It was. It was just for the. You know, after the Exodus happened with the with the Spotify is not the solution episode. I did it for that oh, one because I deleted the other one. Remember, and we okay. needed a new one, so I just did that real quick. Okay. With, you know, the, I mean, I, uh, I, so I figured, you know, I, I was hoping you'd like it, but I didn't, ha like I said, I didn't have the goalpost was very low on that because it sucked before. Yeah. So. Right. so I hope you liked it. I hope you liked it. No, I liked it a lot. Um, it was kind of funny that because you looked like a ghost in front of yes. <laughs> you looked like a ghost of Christmas future or something like that. <laughs> and if you notice, the picture, his picture, with him pointing like that on the show art, I took that from that PSA. The only thing we're noticing right now is how fucking loud your voice is. Can you pull the uh, the microphone a little bit? There. We'll put it further away. 
There we go. That's good for now. Um, So, yes, gentlemen, thank you for joining me on tonight's episode. I think I had, I I explained everything they needed to know to warn them, plus along with your beautiful PSA message, Paul. Mm -hmm. And, uh, geez, I don't even know how the fuck we get things started tonight. Um, I guess I should start by saying, I, I believe I threw this idea out at one of you. I think it was you, Mike. Probably. No, was it Paul? Oh, no, it was Paul. Okay. I threw it out at Paul, and I thought, you know, you know, what's something that we can talk about on that? Because the last episode, we talked about mental illness, and that seemed to get a good reception. So I thought, what what topic could we do next that will get a horrible reception? Oh, let's talk politics. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, man, I tell you, I um. I, I, I have friends on both sides of the spectrum, and this is something that I've told you both in private, but, you know, I'm going to say it out loud now. I, uh, the, the, there, you know, it, it seems like it started throughout the, like, the late 2019, or, excuse me, the late 2010s, and especially within these last couple of years in the early 2020s as of this recording. Uh, it, it, at least in my world over here, the, 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 the political spectrum, like what side you're on, it matters more so than ever. Not really necessarily to me as it never really mattered, like, but it matters to the people that I know. And um, for me, I'm the type of person that like, okay, if you're going to, you know, bring my attention to something so many times that I'm going to form an opinion on things. Um, You know, throughout the years, I've always had opinions on certain things. And, uh, you know, over these last couple of years, I have developed more opinions on more subjects. And uh, I think what is a little frustrating for some people that I know is I don't, me personally, I don't identify as left or right. I more so identify as, I call it the common sense center. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And, and, um, yeah, because I have views and beliefs that kind of reflect both sides. You know, uh, you know, the right is usually a far right is usually pretty religious, pretty patriotic, and they hate abortion rights and all that stuff. And I'm I don't I'm not that at all. But then you have the far left who has created a complete fantasy world in these past several years with 50 different genders and preferred pronouns and coddled culture and, you know, all this bullshit that. You know, again, I cannot follow that shit whatsoever, and I don't support that shit either. So mm-hmm. I thought it'd be best to get us three together and discuss uh, some of the thing, some of the stuff that we agree with, don't agree with, and whatever else we want to throw in there. Do you two have some thoughts? Well, I know one thing. I, I've been great, I've been grateful and lucky that a lot of the friends that I have on both sides, I still have. You know, I haven't lost any of friends due to politics, and I hope it stays that way after tonight. But I don't usually talk politics, but you wanted to do this, and I said, eh, fuck it, I can do it at least once. But uh, I, I have been grateful not to lose any friends, so hopefully yeah. it stays. Yeah, yeah me too, and uh, it's the same thing. And by the way, whose volume up is up so loud that I'm hearing my own voice? Mike, is that your volume? I don't think so. Paul, are you hearing an echo of any sort? Yeah, I could hear myself and I could hear you. It just like came out of nowhere. It was fine while you were talking. Then when I started, it, it just... Nope. Right. 
Hmm. Like I, I was hearing myself there for a second. I feel like this is the Big Tom show with all these technical issues. <laughs> no, we're not. This anyway. We don't have that, you know, we're not that level of technical issues right now, I don't think. Okay. Uh by the way, speaking of Big Tom, I don't know all the big details, but uh is he dying? Is he half dead? Is he just putting on a show in the hospital? What's going on with Big Tom? He's it's it's going to be a bit for recovery and uh I do want to. I guess before we get started, I should say this. Um, I added um, it, down on the banner uh, the Crazy Rock uh, Films, uh, Mr. Hawkins' uh, store. He's giving any proceeds, I think, from any sales this month to uh, Tom's GoFundMe campaign. Um, I donated to his GoFundMe a little bit. Um, and I am also. Uh, I did put a donate button on the website now for people to, because I figured instead of reopening the Patreon and starting that bullshit all over again, um, I would just let people donate if they want to donate. If they don't want to donate, then fine. But any donations I get this month from, you know, people donating to the network will go to his GoFundMe as well. So, um, cool. you know patronize uh mr hawkins evil lurks uh, and crazy rock film store patronize uh rabbit and red by you know picking up some t public stuff um and most of all patronize these nuts well i know you want you know dude i haven't had my nuts patronized in so long it's not even funny it does count. It, it it does count when you do it to yourself, Michael J. So you probably have had them, you know. Yeah, but but I haven't. Yes, yes, but I haven't done it to my nuts though. So. Well, you're empty. Because you don't. But yeah, but you're not patronizing them because I'm not touching them. So. What it's guy not doing anything to them? What what guy doesn't touch his nuts when he's jerking off? Yeah, I've never done that before in my life. And by the way, I accidentally pulling on your pubic hair a little bit counts as well. Well, I shave, so or oh. or pulling or pulling somebody else's pubic hairs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, like well, certain, yeah, I do know that. Yeah. Like a certain <laughs> faggot, Michael J. Wood. That's for sure. <laughs> okay, wait. Before we get into our political discussion, Mike, if you're if you're supposedly not getting anyone to go down there, why the fuck are you taking the time to shave down there? Because I figure if if anyone does, I'll be ready. See? Uh, See how that works? No, I don't because you're it's like you're saying it's going to happen out of nowhere for you. If you have a scheduled visit with a woman or even a trans woman, which is what you're probably into, they're biological Never. men, nope. by the way, you, no. you can Never. then take the time to shave your nuts. You don't have to shave your nuts before. like. Not true. Not true. Because if I let it, because let's say that happens like five years from now. Do you know how hard it is to get five years of pubic hair off of yourself? It doesn't happen. I mean, it happens, but it's a nightmare. Who who is Colonel White Studios? What the? F- that is um, that's that's Gene. Don't you guys don't know? No, who? Gene, our buddy. Gene, our buddy Gene. 
You don't know Gene? I I don't keep up with other Rabbit and Red content except hosted by Paul over there. So no, I don't. Who's Gene? Well, Gene watches Paul stuff. Well, good. Then me and Gene know. No, uh, he's he's making a film, a, a a short film based on um a fan film scam like Anthony. Oh, okay. Well, hey, we're not going to go there again on our show. Uh, I do want to ask. I, I, I do. I do got a comment from somebody who didn't put it in the chat, but uh, our last hot seat, uh, me and Mur- Murray's buddy Steve came in, and he wanted him. He he told me. That the way Michael J just said that his term anyone leaves it open for dudes too. There, Michael J. Uh huh. I can't. I, yeah, but I wouldn't do dudes, but, dude. But I don't. You gotta, you gotta be specific. You gotta say, you know, any females, any ladies, females. Then females. Then I don't. You don't look too sure saying that. By the way, Michael. I don't do dudes, but I don't do dudes. I can't do dudes. But I don't if, like. But if you, but if you got desperate enough, and and like someone, dude, uh, no, 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 no. Look, 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 look. Never that desperate. Never that desperate. No, 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 no. Never. But, but Never that big, desperate. But if Big Bubba promises you that he'll not tell anyone ever, like, you, you wouldn't let him just... Never. Nope. Okay. Nope. Never. Right. Never. Because I, I would go limp and never get hard again. Ever. Okay. Well, I think that's already how it is in your life, probably. But anyway. Um... Yeah. I do want to ask Colonel White Studios while I'm thinking about it. Hey, go ahead and drop it in our chat, Colonel. Are you left or are you right? Go ahead and let's start this debate. <laughs> so I wanted to ask the two of you, um, do you what do you identify with? Do you identify more center or left or right? Or let let's let's dive into that. Well, I identify I'm I guess I'm gonna be one of those wackadoos. Uh, I identify with uh the constitution. As long as what you're doing is by the Constitution, I'm cool. If you're against the Constitution, you should be jailed for treason. But that's just that's just me. But I don't follow either political party. I'm strictly Constitution. And like you said, there's things that both sides, there's things that Democrats say that I'm like, oh, okay, I get that. Things the Republicans say, I'll be like, no, no, I get that. So it's neither side. But I'm very, 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 you know, my rights. You know, I don't throw them around all the time like most people do, but I do stand by that the, the Constitution. So, yeah, that's where I'm at. Um, and, and the funny thing is, is like I okay, I'll give you another example. Like I am personally, I'm not a fan of guns, and but that doesn't mean that I'm not a fan of people who want to be a fan of guns, as long as they're not hurting anyone, you know, intentionally with you know stuff like that. So. I remember when I was younger, I had a tiny bit of a problem when my friends would bring their guns over, you know, because they had their concealed carry permit or whatever that's called. Um, and I used to have a problem with that. But then I realized over the years, like, eh, they're not going to pull their gun out on me. Like, <laughs> And it's in their, I, I know it's not the correct word, but it's like a pouch for the gun. What is that called? A hoister? A holster. A holster. Okay. Yes. <laughs> We're just going to call it the gun pouch. <laughs> <laughs> the gun pouch. Because I, I don't know jack. Your gun. Yeah, I don't know jack shit about guns, and I don't know. I just, I really am not a fan of anything dangerous, you know, and stuff like that. But I do understand the idea that if you're an able-bodied person, you're want, you're gonna want to defend yourself and protect yourself. Um, I will openly admit that when I was younger in my teens, 
and partial amounts of my 20s, maybe up until I was in my almost late-ish 20s, maybe like around 27. Um, I grew up in a very liberal family. Like, you know, my my parents were always hardcore left, and I had a couple of family members still to this day are far, that are far right. But growing up, and seeing that's that's part of the toxicity, that the toxicity that I guess we could start off with is what you grow up with, you know, and a lot of people don't understand this idea that once you become an adult, you can develop a little thing called critical thinking and you can make your own decisions on what you want to believe and what makes sense to you and what doesn't make sense to you. You don't have to be, you don't have to be bullied into following the left or the right. And Gentlemen, would you two believe, or would you two agree that right the second we are living in a in a society that makes everyone feel like you have to choose a side, you have to choose left or right? One hundred percent, one hundred percent. Paul, did you have anything to add? No, I was just say, <laughs> and it bugs me too because I grew up in a family of Democrats, um, but when I became a teenager, I, I when I was in a, I went Republican first. So I was the outcast of the family, but it wasn't like, you know, get the hell out of here. It's just my grandfather would tease me. And my grandfather was a diehard Democrat, threw money at him. He, he didn't he never spoke ill of the Democratic Party, but he never really spoke ill about the Republicans. And he had so many Republican friends and I would they would never talk politics. And when they did, it, you could tell it was jokingly sparring where it wasn't like personal. And it's like people don't do that anymore. It's like it's either their way or the friendship's over. And it's like right. so yeah, it bugs me that people have to you have to choose a side, you know. Right. You know? So for me, growing up, I always remembered, you know, being around like teachers and other older adults who were far, far right and super religious, and they would push that shit on to, to us. You know, and that and that's not right. That's not okay. If, if you're comfortable with your own religious beliefs, you don't need to bring more people over to that. You, you should, you know what I mean. You should be comfortable being alone with your own beliefs. Like, and I don't mean that in a negative way. You know, that's your beliefs. Like, we're all gonna die alone anyway. What's what's other people's beliefs matter to you? I guess the exception would be is maybe your significant other or your close close family members, which I can kind of understand why you'd want to have those discussions with them. Um, you know, but, but, but friends, acquaintances, family members of your friends, you know, students, whatever the fuck. No, I don't think any of that should be pushed on to anything. I remember I was in my teens, high school years, and we had a very religious teacher. And this was still in the era of that where Stone Cold Steve Austin was still a thing. So I would go to school wearing Austin 316 shirts. And uh, whenever she would notice, she would kick me out of her classroom. And it was like, what, like, looking back on it, like, I don't think she, like, if my family wanted to make a big deal about that, I don't think that she would have won that battle. Cause like, yes, it was her classroom, but she was in a, like, she was working as a part of a public school and it could have been because like, it didn't have anything vulgar on it. It wasn't the Austin shirt that had middle fingers on it or anything like that. It just said Austin 316, the, the old version, the old school version. You know what I'm talking about, Paul? Yeah, I know. Yeah, Mike doesn't know because, as we already established, he's a faggot. So, no, I I know that one. <laughs> I know that one. I do know what you're talking about. Um, 
But yeah, she would always kick me out of the classroom, make me turn my shirt inside out and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And looking back on it, I wish I would have stuck up for myself more often. And, you know, growing up, I realized, like, holy shit, like, it's so important to... Because, you know, nowadays we live in a time period where people are saying it's not worth it. It's not worth the argument. It's not worth it. Yes, it is worth it because you need to get people to understand you're not going to be bullied into their beliefs. And you don't have to be peer pressured into their beliefs. And now... I mean, the far right is still bad with their hardcore Bible-thumping, Christ-fag beliefs, you know. And and I do have some friends who are, you know, religious. But luckily, as you said, Paul, luckily for me, I also don't have friends that push that on to me. You know, I I um, I am currently working with a, a home health aide that is a little religious, and she will sometimes – she says it's jokingly in a way, but it, I, it's, I can catch the vibe of something else. She kind of likes to say, oh, well, maybe you shouldn't say that. Maybe you shouldn't use the Lord's name in vain. And it's like, maybe you should shut the fuck up and wipe the shit off my ass, you know? Have you said that to her? Yeah. I talk you a lot. Really? Huh? You said that. Like you did you legitimately say that to her? Yeah. I've been I've yes. been talking a lot of shit with her, uh, a lot of shit to her these past couple of weeks. I also made it clear to her that when, when Berlia is ready to come take her days back that she's gonna be canned and she doesn't really like that too much. Of course not. Yeah. Let's see, we got a new uh She's trying to save you before that happens. Yeah. Colonel White Studios for, said, for me, I'm not an American citizen, so growing up was dealing with be, uh, being an immigrant and people more concerned and wanting to bully me because of of that more than anything. Yeah, I did. Okay, I didn't even know that. So where is where's the colonel from? Does anyone know? Take, I don't know. Oh. I'm trying to think. Maybe it's not who I'm thinking of. Then, is it? Being I don't was, think it's not who I'm thinking of. Being that he was calling himself the Colonel, I thought he just lived wherever the Colonel from KFC lived, I, I, which was Kentucky. I, yeah, I, but that's Colonel was, Sanders. This is Colonel from, White. Oh, he's from Canada, eh? Oh, okay. Ah. So now, what I know what you're talking about now, I, I get you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he lives in Massachusetts now. Okay. Oh, okay, okay. But yeah. Colonel, hey. what I want, but Colonel, what I want to know is, is that do you still do you still use the uh, the Canadian accents and the way that Canadians? Uh, oh, is the word Canucks uh, offend offend you, Colonel? Let me know that too. What is a Canuck? Hey. Anyway, I'm not that familiar. It, I know it. Uh, I don't know. I, it, this the this the hockey team, but I don't know what it refers Rhodes to. Would know. But yeah, I'm telling you. One of my friends, he's he lives in Winnipeg, and uh, things aren't. You think political political going on Syrian United States are bad? They're just as bad in Canada. They've got their own shit. Yeah, they got their own shit going on over there. So you know, it's everybody thinks that you know it's better in the other countries, and I don't know about over in Europe, but here in North America, the Canada's got it just as bad as we do. They know it's right. I, I don't uh, always – I don't really sit here and think and like, oh, it's probably better elsewhere. I'm not saying – like I wouldn't go anywhere. Like I, I I love the state that I live in because it's they're nice to handicapped people, and uh, I'm A-OK with uh, 
you know, enough. I'm a-okay enough with how things are uh, to where I don't want to skip the country. <laughs> Josh Murray says, it's when you dip your balls in maple syrup. Canuck. Okay, so it's not as offensive as, as I thought it was then? <laughs> I think Murray's just fucking with us. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, is that your friend, Murray? Yeah, yeah. So that's Murray that you want to have on here, remember? Yeah, he finally revealed his first name. How about what have I missed? He's gotten more comfortable. <laughs> yeah, I think hey, he's getting more comfortable. Good. Maybe Murray will be comfortable enough to come on to my show so I can interview him in the future, huh? Mm. Yeah, Murray. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna talk to him. I'm gonna talk to him. Okay, you do that. Do whatever you gotta do to him that dudes are secretly doing to Mike, you know, because his balls <laughs> are shaved. I'd love to, and I, I, just imagine the plethora of stories I could get out of Murray. I, I'm, I bet he's been through some shit. I mean, Murray, 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 you left or right, Murray? You tell us right fucking now. That's the topic. <laughs> Oops, you caught my slip, and I'll go on there. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> oh, he, he didn't mean to put his first name. That's, is that what he's saying? Yeah. Well, Colonel White says. Canuck is just a nickname for Canadian. And yes, at times the accent is strong, but then he did say he does like Murray's definition way better. So okay. <laughs> now I'm I'm not just saying this just to like offend people right off the bat, but I used to think that Canuck was like the equivalent of calling a black person a nigger. That's what I thought it was. Ah. Yes. That, because that's what it that's what people used to make it seem like. Oh, that's really offensive. Don't call Canadians Canucks. And I was like, why? Is it like calling a gay person a faggot? Like, what is it? <laughs> I never really looked into it. But um no. anyway, back to our discussion. I, I'm waiting on Murray to let me know if he's far right or far left. I'm I'm gonna take a guess that Murray's got a whole wall full of guns over in his house. Is is that true? <laughs> no. No. Anyway, I noticed on camera my face is a bit red today, and I don't even feel like I have high blood pressure at the moment. Murray says, I'm a lot with Paul on this. I have liberal leanings, but have conservative restraint. Yeah, that's I think that's a great, yeah, that's a great way of putting it. Murray, I'm I'll suck you off the next time I see you, bud, for saying that. <laughs> yeah. But um, <laughs> no, so I was having a discussion. <laughs> I was having a discussion with one of my female friends a few months ago about this. And she asked me, she said, if someone forced you to give an opinion, I'll like to say for sure what you are, what you are. If you can't just say I'm center, which way, what would you say? And I told her, I said, if I was being forced to say what I was, I would probably have to say that I was slightly more center right than anything else. And here's why I will say that, because I'm not embarrassed about saying this. You mm -hmm. look at the far right and what their problems are. And like I just said earlier, they, they're over the top religious at times. They're over the top patriotic at times. And they push these uh, abortion rights has to go away bullshit and all that shit. I don't agree with all that, but I could, I could at the very least understand where they're coming from on most of that. I can understand why someone's patriotic. I can understand why someone's religious. I'm not, but I can understand it. And to a certain extent, I can understand why someone would think abortion is murder of, of babies, uh, but I just don't feel that way. But you take a look at the far left and you look at all the bullshit that they have created in the last several years, maybe in the last seven or eight years, uh, for the most part, you know, 50 different genders, 
non-binary, gender fluid. Gentlemen, do you either of you two know what those things fucking mean at all? I mean, I know what they mean, but I I, I try not to I try not to pay attention to all that. I'm too I am just too fucking old to deal with gender roles. I don't care. If you if you're a guy and you're in a dress and you look like a woman and I see you visually look like a woman, but I know you're a guy, I have respect enough where I will refer to you as a woman. But if you're dressed up as a woman and you're a guy and you're like, well, I'm actually a they, I ain't got time for your fucking shit. So I'm just not going right. to talk to you. I, right. I don't got time for that shit. Mike, do you have any opinions before I elaborate on what Paul just said? I mean, you know, I guess live and let live and let live. I don't, I don't care either, but you know, it's just whatever the hell. Really? You told me to go hard on this and you're like, I just don't want to take a stance on certain things. And Well, I mean, because, well, I mean, I don't, well, technically I don't really have a problem. I mean, because like, here, look at, look at this. Because, you know, you two mentioned it, but I didn't really mention it because you moved ahead. But when I was younger, I was like totally Democrat. And I was like, anything that the, that the Democrats said or stood for or whatever, I was like on board with. I was like, okay. This is it. Because the thing was, my my mom's side of the family is all basically Republican. Or they, you know, like her brothers and whatever, they were her brother and, and whatever on her side were all like Republican. So I was like more Democrat because I was like, you know, uh, whatever. But it's like the older that I get, and as you said, you develop critical thinking and you mm-hmm. just see how the political machine works or doesn't work, you know, you just, you get to a point where you're like, you know, it's both, they're both fucked up. So you really can't side with either one. I mean, I guess I'm not really with the right because I hate the religious fanatics. I can't stand them. I dated one for five and a half years. So that pretty much turned me off from all that. So, you know, I guess I got to be, you know, like you center, right. But I'm definitely more center than I am right anymore because I, I just don't like either of it because neither of them give a shit about the American people. I think in, in the long haul, dude, especially, Especially like with the fucking Republicans, how they fucking ousted that that speaker guy, which like I'm not gonna say that that I really liked him because you know he's he's a Republican, but he was willing to work with Democrats. And now that he's fucking out, you know, it's like there's gonna be another government shutdown looming. And if that happens, then your benefits are gone, my benefits are gone. If if grandpa gets any social security i'm not sure if you do or not but that could all be fucked up and it's because they ousted this guy because he was willing to work with democrats to get things done so you know that i don't go for paul's that wife fucked up. Paul's, paul's wife probably gets social security that's why he's still married to her well well here's the thing about that and here's the whole thing 
months ago and a year ago when Matt Gates was being investigated by the police for underage this and all this stuff, all the Republicans said there's nothing to it. There's nothing to it. It's all bull stuff. It's a witch hunt, blah, blah, blah. Then mm-hmm. he gets he gets a couple of Republicans and all the Democrats to kick out McCarthy. And now all the Republicans want to reopen the investigation on Gates. It's like, well, I thought you said there was nothing to it. But now that he's pissed you off, there must be something to it. And here we go again with more mm-hmm. uh, politics. See, when, when I look at it, I see Republicans and Democrats, but I put them all together in one bowl and just call it politics. I don't like politics. And like, here's an example of something like the government does. And, and you're probably familiar, Cody, with what's going on with this. The government is trying their best to stop Microsoft from buying Activision because they'll have a monopoly. So they fucking want to regulate, you know, who can buy what. So there's no monopoly. But yet there's other there's other places that still make games. So it's like they're just going after Microsoft. But here we have a government that won't allow gas stations to compete with each other. All these gas stations have to be within like three or four cents of each other. Let the gas stations do whatever the fuck they want. If they want to sell their gas 50 cents cheaper than the guy down the street, then let them. But the government won't. Why? Because half those guys, both sides, are getting money from the oil companies. So they do what they ask. And that's what I'm saying. I, 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 red or blue, to me, it's all politics. They're all, they all, they're. Yeah, just choke them all, right? Um, yeah, I just, I, I, God. It, it, I, it, something Mike said just a minute ago pop made this pop in my head. Man, we're getting a bunch of fucking uh, comments tonight. Jesus, maybe this was the topic to do. Steve Z says, I'm neither side. Both are crooks that just like pissing off the other party. They don't care about the people. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's just what we just said. I think I see it's Big Mike in, in the comments. Let's get him. Uh, Big Mike says, they're not going to stop the money, at least for people on SSI. That is true. They're just going to kick the can down the road and make headlines for uh, headlines for old people. I call it water cooler talk. He yeah, is but right. You know what? But I think I think they if it look if it came down to it, because look, we're already in a point where Medicare doesn't want to pay for shit that that we need. Even Medicaid probably doesn't really want to pay for shit that people need. So. I, I think that you're going to get a point where, yeah, they will eventually cut it off because the money, the, the money will run out at some point. No, 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 no. You're, you you're, don't think so. No, you're a little confused on this because you're, you're talking about social security benefits. Me and you are on, me and you are on supplemental security income benefits. It, it comes from mostly taxpayer money. And that will never ever go away. So yeah. Mike, so Big Mike actually is correct on this. Yeah, that the SSI checks at the very, very most, the SSI checks will maybe, and I'm only talking like down down the road. If something terrible happens, they might get uh, delayed a couple of days. But that's that's the most that will ever happen to supplemental security income. I but, go ahead. I was gonna say SSI, SSDI, all that stuff. That's what what gets cut is. Uh, a certain place like the military, they still have to work, but they won't get paid. Some people will get sent home, but like everybody's going to get their checks from the government because it's set aside already. So yeah, you wouldn't lose. They could, the government could be shut down for five months and you'd still get your SSI checks. People would still get their social security, but people wouldn't work. 
And then see, or they could, they, some people have to work and go unpaid. Some people get laid off the whole time. So it's like, you know, but yeah, you guys would be safe, but it's, we uh, shut down still fucking doesn't help. Oh, it's, it's, it's still fucked. Oh it's yeah. Still yeah, fucked. yeah. It still would affect all of us in a certain kind of way. Cause it would, it would shut down certain programs. It would uh, cause a problem with other types of, you know, income and flow, money flow. Like, like Mike was saying, not so much. I, see, I'm not uh, educated on what Medicaid is funded by. Is that funded by? Does anyone know? Um, see, I don't know because I'm still on Medicare because they take oh. a fucking hundred and forty four dollars out a month for Medicare oh. for me. So Med- Med- yeah. Medicaid Medicaid is provided by the state. Like my daughter is on SSI. Because she's never worked, but she's disabled. But she, if you don't have any work oh, credits, if you don't have any work credits, you can't get SSDI. So she gets SSI, and she automatically she automatically gets state Medicaid for her uh, for her health insurance. So mo- I think in every state, if you're on SSI, you get Medicaid, and that's funded by the state you're in. Yeah, I yeah, think so too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and that's great. It, like it has its it has its ups and downs on that because Medicaid sometimes won't pay for everything that you need, like a, a better medical insurance would. But like you said, if you're on SSI, you're on Medicaid, and you it's they're both kind of married to one another. Right. Steve Z says, serious question: Do you guys think politicians should decide what books are allowed and which are banned? Like, no. Like, no. No, it's just like fucking church and state. You got to keep that shit separate. That's it's, that's that's bullshit. That book thing—that's bullshit. your parents' job. If your your parents yeah. are supposed to, you know, until you're 18, your parents can decide what books and stuff you should be looking at. But once you're an adult, it should be up to you. The government shouldn't take anything away from you because it's not their job to tell you what's good for you and what's not. Well, well, no. And that's, that's the thing. The government now is getting too much in our fucking business, I think. And, you know, I think we need to keep account of what the fuck is going on because, you know, where's the tax money going, you know, that, that people are paying for taxes and all that shit. You know, they, they want to say, it's well, yeah. Bank well, bank. no. It's going right to my bank. Well, no, not. Yeah, but I'm saying not just no. But I'm saying not just that. I mean, there, there's money like tax money that they're sending to Ukraine, and now there's a fucking war in the Middle East. I mean, I know that shit's NATO or whatever, and because NATO, maybe we have to, you know, we're obligated to to fucking protect them or pay for aid or whatever. I get that, but you know, I mean, all these politicians have fat fucking wallets. I don't think they all need, you know, all that fucking money. Maybe they need to fucking get out of our business a little bit. Like, really, it just needs to be burnt down and started again. That's the problem. That's what's going on. Put Joe's comment up, his last one. He was was responding to, uh, what? I don't know. But he said, not at all. We had laws to keep the creeps away. Now Now it's blurred. They want weird porn in schools. I wish I was delusional. And, you know, he's kind of right because now we do have schools that are pushing, you know, that these, as I'll say it, these kids are learning their LGBTQs before learning their ABCs. And I think that's totally disgusting. And that is, that's government, 
you know, it's it's how woke culture started. It's the government influence. And now it they figured out how to do it. They turned it into popular vote. And the far left is the cattle, is you know, is the sheep, I mean, that has that's pushing it all on us. So, you know, in a in a weird kind of way, I do think that the far left is causing way more danger, you know, uh, with, with all this woke culture bullshit and, you know, uh, coddle culture, as I said uh, about a half an hour ago. And, you know, we're being forced to be on eggshells at all times. The teachers are trying to be the new parents for some odd reason now. That's scary. And, you know, it's funny because uh, Mike saying this, me and him went to school together. So he knows what teacher I'm referring to when I say, that's what she used to try to do to us back then. She tried to put her put her religious uh, beliefs down our throat, and uh, it was absolutely disgusting. And it, it did cause an adverse effect. It made me think throughout my teens and my early adulthood that I was an atheist. And really, all I truly needed was just to get the fuck away from all that shit so I had enough time and space to create my own views and opinions on things. And you know, flash forward to 20 some years later, Mike, where the fuck did you go? Yeah, he just left. He just, just got up and left. He went to go vote. Yeah, I don't know what he said. Oh, shit. And then he just disappeared. So I don't know. Okay, I guess we're like, well, I guess he's got to go. Um, I Here he's know. wobbling back. There he goes. Yeah. Hobble, hobble, hobble. <laughs> Is he using a fucking walker now? No, I think he had his... His chopstick. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, for those of you I got a, I got a, I, I got a text message saying that, wondering if my mother was okay. So, oh, I, I just yeah. went to check to see if she was alive or not. So, oh, okay. Did you talk more She's shit alive. to her when you were in there? No. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, for a little context on that last comment, uh, before we went live on air tonight, me and Paul caught Mike uh, talking down to his mother that he has to take care of. So don't think my, as Mike is the good guy. He's not. He uh, emotionally abuses the elderly. So, And there he is snorting another fucking drug or something so he can have the power to take care of his mom later. Yes. Um. But no, uh, <laughs> Mike, but if it gets too out of hand, I have power now, and I can just yeah, you know I what? Can, Actually, I just, I just muted his mic, so there you go. We, we can't hear go. him. Hey, go. we're gonna have to keep it like that for a few minutes while he's doing his little freak out. Just you know, he doesn't have nothing good to. Oh, I, oh, you can look at it. I like can hear. Right yeah, I know, there. but but I I his mic is muted, and I still fucking hear that sound. <laughs> I know, I can hear it in my head. Listen, to yeah. it. look at this buck tooth motherfucker right here that's doing this shit. He's hyperventilating right now. Yeah, I know. Wait, he's gonna pass out in a minute. Just yeah, <laughs> exactly. He looks like he's shitting his pants right now. That's what's funny. I wonder if it makes him angry at all to know that he just his voice can't be heard at this very moment. It's probably what's making it more funnier. Yeah, it's probably. We're like, talking over him. We've yeah. been doing this with him for so long, it's a picture that I can hear. So Yeah, 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 me too. And every little tiny pic of like facial expression he has, I can hear. Like right now he's doing the Yep, yep. That's what yep. he's doing right at the moment. Yep, yep. 
<laughs> yep. He sure is. Pipe him in for a second. <laughs> yep, see? 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 <laughs> see, we've been doing this so long. We knew what he was doing. <laughs> oh, my God. Could you imagine uh, Mike being the house speaker or something? <laughs> <laughs> well, to answer your question, Steve, if we mute his mic and he's saying call 911, I guess Mike's going to be dead. Well, I don't think – I was about to say I don't think he'd have the look that look on his face if he needed a 911 call. But then again, that is probably the look he'd have on his face if he needed 911. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he needs a paper. Yeah, he needs a paper. It looks like he needs a paper bag at this point. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> and I thought my face looked red on tonight's broadcast. He's probably got red. I bet you there's tears in those eyes. He's laughing so hard. Uh, damn, this show really went off the rails, much like political parties do. Yeah. <laughs> I think hey, he, I've never seen him laugh so hard before, you know, to be honest. <laughs> I, I got to say, if only Donald Pleasance was still alive, we could ask Donald if he was, if he's left or right. I would have to say Donald was far right. You know, he wanted to keep people institutionalized, right? Yep. <laughs> That's the face of a guy who shaved his balls too close. Exactly. <laughs> That's the, look, that's the look that Mike gets on his face when a dude is going down on him. That's that's. Uh, <laughs> look at right there. Look, he's dying. He's dying right, he's dying. right, right in front. Pipe him in, Pipe for, him a in for a second. Okay. <laughs> Hold on. There it is. Here we go. <laughs> okay. Take him out. Now he sounds like Beaker from the Muppet Show. <laughs> yeah, Mike should definitely be like a house speaker of some sort. <laughs> Could you imagine him fucking interrupting your, your favorite programs just to come on and announce this with this type of face? <laughs> God damn it. Boy, this really went off the rails. Yeah. Mike, Mike when you calm down, we will let you back in. Yeah, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna kick him off because this is funny to look at. So I'm gonna leave yeah. him with him. I I could kick him out of the entire room, but this is too much. I gotta this is now he looks like he's giving head. <laughs> he's, 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 this might be the hardest he's ever Oh man. Oh my god. <laughs> I wonder if he's offended by the Donald Pleasance uh, question. <laughs> Go ahead for a second. like he's taking it uh, all the way yeah jesus christ i can't breathe dude my stomach was like on fire and like so skitzing like i was cramped up like you wouldn't believe it. i thought it was my ass was gonna explode again like it did earlier in the week 
god. From the Dokalax. Like, <sighs> do you think Donald Pleasant was right or left? I think he was probably um I think he was right. I think he was right. I no. Yeah, probably uh, a little right. I would I would say right because a lot of the actors and the old timers, you know, those boomer guys, a lot of them are Republicans. Yeah. And I would have to take a guess that uh, if Michael Myers was black, he would have just let him die in that institution instead of trying to help him throughout those years. I mean, that would be funny to see. <laughs> anyway, Jesus Christ, I don't even know how what the last thing was said to get that going. <laughs> I, I don't remember. Um, um, I feel like I was talking about uh, what me and Mike was going through. I think he probably left the fucking room. Probably got so <laughs> stressed out by all that. Um, you know, uh, Mike and I, you know, 20 some years ago, we were on the receiving end of the, the far right's toxicity, you know, with the religious bullshit. And throughout most of my adult years, I would always think to myself like, hey, the far right is the worst of the worst because you know, I, I had this idea, you know, I'm disabled. M- Mike in the chat is disabled. And usually when you're disabled, you have this mind setting that, well, if anyone's going to help me, it's going to be the Democrats. And mm-hmm. in a lot of ways, I still think that, but ironically, um, and I don't know if it's like public knowledge yet in other states, but Governor DeWine, who I think he's a Republican here in, in Ohio, he just passed a bill I think it's called House Bill 33, if I'm correct. Uh, it has more important stuff in it, like debt and college student this and, and you know, backward pay that and all that shit. But it also has provisions in it to finally up the rates that are given to home health agencies for the purpose of upping the minimum rate wage of home health aides. And it's supposed to up it to 18 an hour, supposed to be. We'll see how that goes, but that's what it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, I, and it's, and I told my case manager, I was like, wow, I can't believe that happened. Isn't, isn't DeWine, you know, far right. And she's like, yep, can't believe it. He's still a scumbag. And I'm thinking like, okay, I didn't need all those opinions. I was just asking you. So yeah, like growing up disabled, you're taught that no matter what the far left is, is right. What the fuck? (laughs) <laughs> that's that's my text message. It's Slimer. Oh, okay. From the cartoon series, I recognize that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Help Slimer. He he ushers in text messages. Yeah. Great. Text great. me just so I can hear his voice. Okay, great. <laughs> I'm not gonna text you because I'm not gay like But uh, well, you don't have I, a cell phone to do it. Yeah, yeah. That's the biggest reason I don't have a cell phone. You guys should be happy I don't have a cell phone because I'd be texting weird things to both of you all day every day. I, I know you probably send me goatsy every day and two girls in one cup. You'd have me all fucked up. Hey, listen, a little side story real quick. Um, I got this one friend that uh, he gets real drunk and stupid and he does and says stupid shit when he's super drunk. Just a few days ago, he thinks it's he thought it would be funny to send both me and another mutual friend of ours uh, a picture of his dick when he was texting some oh. girl. Yeah. And I told him, I was like, dude, I don't play the fag games. Like, and plus we're in our thirties. We're not in our teens where we might have thought that was funny. Like I told him, he goes, Oh, it was an accident. It was, I was like, really? You sent both 
me and Josh the same fucking picture, like, and you thought, and you're gonna try to say it was an accident, like, no. So, yeah, that's uh, that was a little. Did you up. look at it or did you just delete it? No, well, it was in a smaller picture, and he had it blown mm. up to where the picture, because he, he snapped, um, he snapped the picture of the chat conversation, and the bigger picture, ah, yeah, the bigger picture in the in the picture was titties. So I clicked mm. on it. And he did it on purpose. He so when you blew it up, you didn't just see the titties; you saw his fucking dick. And oh. I, I told him like, dude, like that's not okay. Like that's that's fucking gay, right there. Like, uh, if you're if people are gay, that's fine. They get off on this shit. That's great. But I've made it clear for years upon years that I don't think shit like that's funny. But um, no, no I um, <clears throat> as I got older, I really, I really started to realize over the past like eight-ish years like no maybe not eight like i started realizing it that it was going on and like maybe the late 2010s like around 2018 because you guys remember that that one year where everyone started saying like well everyone's offended about everything i i feel like that was either 2017 2018 that's when this all began the woke culture bullshit yeah and and we all had hoped that that was just going to be a thing that was going to die off with the late 2010s and instead it got worse and worse and worse and you know the 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 shit with george floyd and the whole black lives matter retarded movement and all that shit that didn't help anything can't breathe officer i can't breathe officer you know like hey i'm gonna fucking say it oh my do we need to mute your mic again mike no No. i just think that's funny the way you did it you sounded like him did I? Yeah, I think so. A, s- a couple of months, couple ago, months ago, ago, I told my friend, I was like, hey, look at this. And I laid down on my stomach. Like, she she didn't think it was funny because she was sticking up for all that shit. And the funny thing is that she's white. So, you know, what's, wow. that, say about, what's that say about brainwashing these days? Um, I will say this because I'm not sure when the last time I had an opportunity to talk about this subject. There couldn't have been a worse thing to happen to society and especially to the black community as a whole than the Black Lives Matter movement. And the reason why I have that opinion is because everyone protected George Floyd after he died. They were saying, oh, he was not doing anything wrong and and he was a good man and his past didn't matter. Yes, your past kind of matters sometimes depending on what it was. And when I looked up what he had done in his past, there is a couple of basic petty things like, you know, like young people will do, you know, he had like some theft and he had a couple other minor things, but excuse me. The one thing that he had on his record was that supposedly in the mid two thousands, I guess him, I don't know if it was just him, but he basically broke into a pregnant woman's house, held a gun to her stomach and said, I'll fucking kill you and your baby. If you scream, no, that type of shit. And yes, he did not actually hurt her. I guess he just ransacked her entire house. But here's the thing. You don't get forgiveness for shit like that. I, I don't care. Like, what you know, she was a pregnant woman alone in her own house. You don't get to be the victim in the future. I call that karma. I'm serious. Mm-hmm. What happened to him with, what was the officer's name? Derek Chauvin, I think his name was. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, something like that. I'm probably slightly mispronouncing it, but you get the point. Uh, that officer was in the wrong. 
you know, there, there was no reason to hold him down on the, on the ground like that for eight, nine, 10 minutes or however long it was. But at the same time, if you, and we've known this, we've all known this all throughout our adult lives. If you don't fucking comply with what the cops are telling you, you are putting your own safety at risk. Mm-hmm. You have to under, you have to sacrifice your pride. And I know in the moment it's going to be difficult and it would even be difficult for me. I might, you know, say something smart to a cop in the wrong moment. I don't know, but that guy fought them. He, 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 he struggled with them. He wouldn't get in the car. And then people said, well, yeah, because he, he, his blood pressure was sky high and he was nervous. His blood pressure was sky high because of the drugs that was in his system. He had, Mm -hmm. I, I, what was it? He had either fentanyl <clears throat> in his system or something similar. Uh, I believe he was trying to buy alcohol with counterfeit money that day, which was the whole reason the cops got called. Anybody can say in the chat that I'm wrong about this and just go ahead and correct me. Let's see. Steve says Floyd was trying to buy things with fake money that day. Yep. He had drugs in his car. He didn't deserve to die, though. I do agree with that. He didn't necessarily deserve to die, um, but I do view it as karma caught up with him. Because say if you were friends with that woman who had a gun put to her fucking stomach all those years ago, you wouldn't be sad for George George Floyd's death. You'd be telling that your friend, like, hey, karma finally caught up to him. They probably celebrated when they found out. In all honesty, let's be fucking real about that. They probably celebrated. Yeah. What is we got a couple more comments. Um, Joe said, <clears throat> you're just now hearing. Oh, okay. We're going to say this one. Uh, Steve said cops can do anything they want to subdue the subject until the subject is detained. Then threat is over. Yes. And that, that is true as well. Um, and he was, he, he was handcuffed and he was down on his stomach, I believe. Right. And, uh, then the cop just had his knee on his back and it was, it was a, it was like, um, not a guilt. I was going to say guilt trip, but that's not the correct phrase. It was uh, like a power trip. He was on this power trip, keeping, uh, George Floyd down and he knew he was being recorded by some kids. And I think that just amplified his decision to keep that guy down on the on the ground. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know. It, it was a bad situation. And I do sincerely wish it didn't happen. But not because I really give a shit about George Floyd's death. It's because of the ripple effect that it had on our society. It, it literally did change everything. And. I, I saw the toxicity in the BLM bullshit from the very beginning. I, you know, because people online were saying, you know, the very dumbass sentence, no lives matters until black lives matters. Bitch, maybe if black lives mattered to black people in their own communities more often, maybe mm-hmm. the rest of us could take that serious. And yeah, I know I'm going to get some heat from that, from people on what I just said. That's fine. And you two can let me know what you think about that if you want to. But I okay. I, I really, like, we, we know this. It's common sense in human society. You don't beg for respect. You don't demand respect. You earn it. And the last time I looked, I should have looked recently, right before we did this broadcast, so anybody in the chat can correct me on this. But the last I looked, the crime rates of all kinds are continuously rising year after over year, year after year in the black community. Tell me why the rest of us in this entire country should have more respect for the black community when they're not respecting themselves or each other over there. You know what I mean? 100%. And <clears throat> you know what? Um, 
I'm sorry, Paul. I'm I'm just gonna jump in here real quick, and then if you want to address no, it, you can. But here's my thing. I don't think there should be a Black Lives Matter. You know what? Because there's and I'll be there shouldn't be a Black Lives Matter. There shouldn't be a Crippled Lives Matter. There shouldn't be really. You know, we shouldn't break down just like how we have like all these fucking Pride Days for this or whatever for that. Just we don't need it. Because we're all people. And the thing is, as soon as you try to put a spotlight on on one thing and separate some person out, that 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 just shifts well, the focus and it puts everything what it does up. also I'm sorry, what it does also is it vilifies the people right. that you're you're trying to put up on a pedestal. It vilifies them unintentionally because then you're forcing it down everyone's throat. Right. And why do you want to do that? It's like, um, let, let's have an even playing field. Yeah. I I just saw a couple of comments. I guess I was a little behind on this. So those two, and I forgot about this, the Derek Chauvin and George Floyd, they both worked at the same strip club. Is that what Joe is saying? They both yeah, they did. They did. Of- they knew each Yeah, they knew each other. Okay. I, I knew about that back then, but I forgot until I just read that comment. So yeah, like what? So that's what it was. It had to have been. I'm not going to say I know for a fact, but that's what it had to had to have been. It had to have been. They had beef in real life, like outside of that crime, that specific crime. So yeah, I mean, they that it, it could have went so many more better ways than it did. It um, and again, someone in the uh, chat can correct me on this because I'll probably be wrong about this too. I thought, I thought that I heard that um, when they did the autopsy, and I thought the family had an autopsy done, but I, did the state also have an autopsy done? I'm not positive about that. But I thought that it was said in one of the autopsies, at least, that he didn't even really die from suffocation, that he died from an overdose. But who knows on what the fuck is that? That's really the truth or not. The start of BLA, it's money laundry. Yeah, so there's got to be something. I was just reading his comment. So yeah, it had to have been something personal, and we'll never ever know what the fuck that truly was. But the point is, is it started this very toxic movement, this revolution that that changed everything, like still to this day. And I was just talking to Berlia about this just a couple of days ago. We, as human beings, we naturally poke fun at other people. It, we, we've known this for generations upon generations. It's just something that people naturally do. I will openly admit, I like black jokes. Why? Because I'm not black. But I also enjoy disabled jokes. Why? Also yeah. because I'm disabled and I like poking fun at my own community. And for decades upon decades, ever since at least the 70s, if not even before that, society had this, this, this understanding that like you just had to have common sense. You know, don't don't call black people niggers. Don't call gay people faggots. And you probably shouldn't call disabled people retards. But behind I do. I love it. Shut up. That's not the point. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But if you behind closed doors, nobody needs to fucking worry about what you're saying in the privacy of your own home. You know, you're not really bothering anyone by, you know, if you really think about it, if you're talking shit about someone and that person never finds out about it, you're not really hurting that person. And going away from the black community a little bit more onto the trans community, I feel like they 
are the more the culprits of putting everyone edge on edge a lot more in today's society because now we're getting this them slash they and my pronouns matter and you better you know listen to my fantasy world and buy into it bullshit um real quick before we move on what is this last comment from steve you always hear about that oh that poor uh oh that poor person but they never told the story of what led up to it just like the rodney king story he did some messed up stuff to get there are we is he talking about george floyd still I think he's talking about, you know, we don't know what these people are, you know, like Rodney King. He wasn't a good person either, but it ended up he got in a position to where the cops got a hold of him, whooped his ass. But, you know, that that's that's what I, you know, that he said, we don't we don't know how like you were saying earlier, they do bad things and we never know about it. And then they're you know, they something bad happens to him and. Everybody feels bad for him, and then slowly it comes out they weren't a good person. I, I don't. I think that's what's going for. Yeah, and you know, and here's the thing, and I want to make this clear: I have no doubt that George Floyd could have turned his life around, and who knows, maybe he actually was. So I don't want to discredit that possibility that maybe he was becoming a better person. I just can't justify forgiveness for a man who holds a gun to a pregnant woman's stomach. I don't care that it was 20 years ago, like. Do you would you two agree? I mean, feel free to disagree with me on this, but is there things in you guys' head that someone can do and then it's unforgivable? Well, the only the, like the, 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 the only thing in on this planet, there's a couple of things that that are like I can't it's unforgiven. Um don't don't uh don't kill any fucking dogs and cats, you know, stay away from that fucking bullshit. Yeah, and you got you got to be and, and killing kids. That's that's no child. A child can't defend itself in the first place. So you got to be the you got to be you know the scummy of the scum to, to kill a child. I mean that's it's you know it's I, I can't I I had you know I see things on TV you know oh you know they were investigated five six times and then eventually they killed their kid. It's like the fuck man. I that pisses me off to no end. Yeah, and and obviously the common sense things like rape and murder. Don't don't just don't don't rape anybody. Don't molest. Don't right. be a pedophile. And right. I know it's a little bit on a on the lighter scale, but I'm sorry if you point a gun at a woman's stomach when she's pregnant, especially. Please, like I I don't know if that person deserves forgiveness, but that's just me. I'm not you know. Uh, Joe and Steve can tell me if I'm wrong about that. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I mean, as somebody who owns guns, you know, he could have accidentally pulled the fucking trigger. I mean, if it wasn't, and if he didn't even buy the gun legally, that thing could have had bad springs, a loose trip. He could have shot that woman just holding it. You could, he could have shot her. So, I mean, he could have killed that woman and that baby. So, and you know, you know, as well as I do, he did not own a gun legally. <laughs> like he probably right. did. <laughs> right. Um, but, uh, something that you said just a minute ago, damn it. I just lost my train of thought. Something you said, and I told myself, like, I got to elaborate on what he just fucking Well, I was said. talking about killing animals, killing kids. And then you went, you were starting oh, to say, yes. thank you for reminding me. Okay. So to divert just a tiny bit here, do you guys remember back when they, uh, killed Osama bin Laden? I think it was in 2011. <clears throat> so yes. the story that got popular isn't what was told the very next morning 
after it happened. And what I mean by this is when the next day after they announced that they had caught him, killed him, whatever, they had released video cam footage and pictures of what went down. Because this was this was 2011, so this was still the time period that uh, websites like AOL and MSN and Yahoo wasn't necessarily censoring everything like they do now. But when that when they first released the initial information about that, they showed video and picture proof that those soldiers bursted into that place, killed every fucking woman and child that was in that place. And then later on, they tried to say, well, the kids were strapped with bombs. No, they fucking weren't. Because what? You took the pictures after, like, where's the bombs? Where, If you needed us to believe that, where was the proof that they had weapons on them? And yeah, maybe it was possible, maybe, but I saw those videos. And you saw kids getting shot, their fucking brains getting blown out. You saw saw the women getting shot. And then, believe it or not, from what I've seen, it cut off right before they got to a Bin Laden. Because then a rumor started that Bin Laden, uh, am I saying his name right? Osama Bin Laden? I think I'm... Mm -hmm. No, you Um, got it. I heard a rumor, who knows if this was true or not, but I heard a rumor that when they caught up to Bin Laden in his bedroom or wherever he was, his hands were up with no weapons in his in his hands and they shot and killed him anyway. Now that, I don't know if I feel sorry about him or for him on that, but when I seen those pictures with those kids' brains scattered all over the place, the first thing that went through my head was, how could they have done that? Like, okay, like if, if it, if they did have weapons on them, then okay, fine, my life over theirs, I, I get that, but I don't. I just feel like they didn't have weapons or bombs on them. I I don't know. I wish that that video was still available because I then I remember, not even a week later, they took all that shit down off the internet. It was gone from everywhere. And if someone in the chat knows what the fuck I'm set talking about, and if they seen anything like that, speak up so I don't seem like I'm delusional on this. But uh, then they erased all that not even a week later, and then they came up with the new version, which is what everyone knows now, which I think they said, oh, everyone was strapped with bombs. We had to protect ourselves. And uh, what, what else did they say? That Osama bin Laden had a, a gun on him. They had to take him out. And then what did they do? They threw his body overseas or something like that? Yeah, he was... Yeah, they dumped him in the ocean. Let's, uh, let's catch up on some comments. Joe says, I think it was a weird hit to kick off the BLM movement. Towns are owned. Uh, we have to realize that for fucks at uh, what? Final for Fantasy? Him, realize that for... <laughs> no, that... for fuck's sake. Okay, for fuck's no, sake. For fuck's sake. sake. <laughs> I thought it was... <laughs> Final Fantasy. That's the Final game Fantasy. right here. Final Fantasy's games, they are real, Joe, okay? Uh, and some town are all in. They get the under, they do what they are told. Yes, that's true. Uh, I listened to the Sean Ryan show on the guy who killed Bin Laden. I would listen to those videos. Yeah, um, maybe someone send that to me. Uh, no, he had a woman he was putting in front of him. Highly recommend the Sean interview. He even says the pick wasn't real. His head was in pieces. Oh, so, okay. So he, oh, he was protecting himself with, uh, with a woman then. Did they, Joe, Joe, did they talk anything about the, the children that got killed in that place? Or did that get glossed over? Maybe I missed something he said earlier. I don't know. The, the, I tell you, I had never been in a uh, 
a show where the chat room is just booming. So I appreciate it. It's a little overwhelming, but it's booming. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. I so th- I I didn't mean to go off on a tangent on that, but it was just a little side thing that came to my mind. But uh, it, th- that's my point, though. Like the government in general in this country, they want us to believe certain things. And 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 I I don't know. The truth is so weird because like, do we know the truth about big things? Like, I was just talking to someone the other day about nine eleven, and it was somebody who believed one hundred percent that the story that was given was the truth. And I told him, I was like, dude, I was watching it live on television when it happened. I was in high school. And even when I was 15 and 16 or whatever fucking age I was, I even said to myself, how did the planes hit the top of the building? But then it came crumbling from, from the ground up. Like, can someone help me understand that? Like how, what's the theory behind that? Like, is that what would happen? That's not what would happen if a plane hit a building like that. No, it it would have – it was a controlled – like everybody – like I believe, like a lot of people, it was a controlled demolition. Like it was set up to come down. Like just if you look at any 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 video of a building getting knocked down where it's a controlled building like that, they come down the exact same way. Yeah. Four, 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 four. Yeah. Um, yeah. And th- that building – from what I understand, I could be wrong, but from what I understand, it was designed to withstand a plane. That's why they that was something that went into the building of it because it was so high. And it, you know, if a plane had hit it, it was supposed to be able, yeah, it was gonna take a hit, people were gonna die, but the building wasn't supposed to collapse. Right. And jet fuel doesn't, from what I understand, also jet fuel loose. I saw a video, it's called loose change. From what I saw, the building. The jet fuel doesn't get hot enough to melt beans or anything. So that was totally, totally uh, fucking... It, that, if somebody had came in the mo- early in the morning and looked in the basement, they would have found odd stuff on beams. It was, it was, it was, the, this was a whole setup. This yeah. Wasn't, yeah it, wasn't a, it, wasn't, it wasn't a bunch of dudes in box cutters. This was a yeah. government. Now, real quick here, because uh, Steve just corrected me on my information that was unfactual go ahead and put up steve's last comment i want to acknowledge this steve says i saw that too robert j o'neill responded to me on facebook no kid shot one woman osama his son and if i'm correct one or two more osama used his wife as a shield okay so maybe that's what i saw maybe maybe it was just his son that got shot i I just wonder, like, maybe he did put bombs on his kid? I don't know. It just It's something that fucking goes through my mind sometimes when I think about shit like that. Thank you for correcting me, though, Steve. I guess I did have that, because uh, I didn't I didn't research that recently, so I was going off of my memory from years ago. But I could have sworn I saw videos and pictures of kids shot, so maybe it was one or two. I don't know. Um, and then Murray says, there might strips on the cross beams. What's that mean? Theramite, it, it's, oh. it's, it's a very, it, it creates a, a lot of heat and it like, it can, when it ignites, it looks like a miniature lava. It's like, so they, they cut the beams and they put, they put theramite in there to help the beams melt. Cause once that theramite kicks in, it just chain reactions and just starts melting the beam. So that's what he's talking about. I was okay. in loose change too. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I just, what is this? The colonel says, look what the government did to Stanley Meyer. They claim his death was something else, but his last words were they poisoned me. So I'm sure the government can get you to believe anything they want. Yes. 
I agree with that. 100% I agree with that. And that's another big reason why I just don't like politics in general. Um, I wanted to tell you guys this quick story. Let's see. Steve said Robert J. O'Neill is the seal that shot Osama. Okay, so he's the one that – okay, gotcha. Yes. Uh, okay, awesome. Um, before I forget this little memory that just got unlocked again while talking about this, I can't un- – unfortunately, I can't say any names because I'm still friends with one of them. But um, – <laughs> All the way back in 2015, let's just say, me and a female friend that I'm still close with today, we were mutual acquaintances with this older guy. He was at the time in his late 30s, and he was on cleanup crew for 9-11. So he he seen some shit, and he cleaned it all up. And me and my friend this one day asked him we didn't mean to pressure him but we did ask him like hey what do you truly know about all that like what like tell us what what really happened what do you know and his face would get beat fucking red like worse than mine is tonight worse than mike was when he was having a hyperventilation stroke earlier like (laughs) and he was one of those guys that you could tell if he was keeping something to himself and he never came out and said anything. He never really answered our question, but he his face would get beat red and he would just want to change the subject. Like, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk. And it's, so it's like, come on. Like, okay, I'll, it's fine. You don't want to tell us. That's okay. But we know you know something. And it's not the fucking story that we're talking I mean, a plane, a plane hit a building. A plane hit a building. It got so hot, it demolished the whole building. But when they were picking up the rumble rubble at the bottom, one of the hijackers' passports was on the ground. If it was that hot, everything on that plane would have been incinerated. So no, it was staged. It was it was a whole it was a false flag. The whole thing that I believe that I believe. Yeah, yeah. call me a kook. They can call me a kook all day long, but there was something fishy about that nine eleven thing. I, I believe it was a false flag, hundred percent. Yeah, I I one hundred percent agree with you. I. I know this kind of goes off topic a little bit about the left and the right, but I, I remember that and it was, it was just God awful. And that's whatever. And, and I remember for years in high school after that, every year on that day, everyone had to stay silent for an entire minute to on. And it's like, dude, just, just move the fuck on. Like, you know, it was all bullshit anyway. And you want to notice something that I've noticed here too, over the last couple of years, um, I believe I believe COVID was one of those kind of things that um, was manipulated, and I think for I, what it, here's my thing: nine eleven happened, and we all came together. All the every all the Americans were coming together. These motherfuckers, look what they did, and we all stood side by side, and we were in solidarity. Well, the powers that be, they don't like that. They don't like that. It's got to be divide and conquer. They want all of us against each other. So COVID comes, and now everybody hates each other. Oh, you got a shot? You're a loser. Oh, you didn't get the shot? You're a loser. Everybody now is hating each other. That Whatever they were attempting, it backfired because 9-11 brought us together. Notice there hasn't been anything big lately. I mean, yeah, we got the thing going on in Israel now, but that's been going on for so long. That has no play into what we what I'm talking about. There's still some suspiciousness going on there too, but I just, I just believe that 9-11 didn't go the way they wanted. So COVID did COVID did what 9-11 couldn't. That, that's, that's just me. I, 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 I kind of get where you're coming from. Like maybe this whole, like wanting to divide 
everyone up. Maybe this has been in the plan for 20, 30 years. And you're right. 9-11 didn't do it. And, and you know what I mean? COVID kind of did it a little bit. But I think, like I said, to, to wrap it back around to our original topic, what did it the most is this woke culture and, and the trans youth being pushed down our throats and just all that shit. But you know what? I think it's time to go on to that subject just a tiny bit because I think we talked, we pretty much covered everything with the 9-11 stuff. Trans youth. I'm going to flat out say this. No to trans youth. And I, I don't care who that offends. No, no, no to trans youth. You don't let a fucking teenager make big decisions like that that could cause a long-term effect. If they think that they are a different on the inside, they can handle just feeling like that on the inside for a few more years until their brain fucking develops a little bit more. They, they can grow up because, you know, what the other things that you tell a teenager they can't do? You can't drive at least till you're 16. Uh, I, that's how it is here in Ohio. I don't know where, uh, what it is, else states, other states. It, it's the same, I think, pretty much. Yeah. So you, you have to wait till you're 16 to drive. You usually have to wait till you're somewhere around 16 to work. You, you know what I mean? You're told that you can go in the military and, and die for all they care at 18. You know, you can't drink till you're 21. See, there's all these things. For better or for worse, there's all these things in place to make sure the kids and the teenagers understand that you have to wait it out just a little bit before you make big decisions. And I think, I truly believe one of the most toxic, disgusting things that has become popular really is trans youth. I don't give a fuck if your son thinks he's a girl. He's probably... It just going through something at that moment and you gotta you gotta keep your kid straight. I don't mean straight as in like gotta make sure he's not gay. I don't I don't care if kids or teenagers go gay or go straight or bisexual, whatever. You can change your preferences when you get older. But if you start taking hormone pills and especially if you start getting surgeries, procedures and all that, there's no yeah. going back from that. Yeah, don't do that. Definitely don't do that. Like holy shit. People in the chat, let me know. Am I wrong about the trans youth thing? Let me know what you think. Steve, Joe, let me know. Um, <clears throat> I, Paul, what what do you think about trans? Well, we got a we got a comment. If you got a dick, you ain't no chick. If you're happy, so be it. Keep your behind closed doors. Keep your behind closed door secrets to yourselves, right? Yes. Uh, that's, I agree. Uh, yeah. I mean. <laughs> Like you said, you said this like 10 minutes ago, Paul, if you see a person and your brain automatically thinks, oh, that does look like a woman. So I'll refer to him as a woman. I get that because if your brain automatically says, hey, that's a certain gendered person, then it's it feels more natural to go along with it. And yes, I do agree. If you're in the presence of a trans person, there is no reason to hurt that person's feelings and say, well, you know, biologically speaking, you are a, you know, there's no reason for that. But for me, if I'm explaining or describing a person, I'm not going to describe that person as with their preferred pronouns and their preferred gender and just all that bullshit. I'm going to accurately describe the person, because when you describe a person, you're not doing it with prejudice. You're not describing them with a compliment. You are just describing who they are and what they are. That's not meant to be an insult or a compliment. It's just a proper description. 
And I think that's the, the big problem now, you know, uh, people who think that they are them and they, or, you know, I'm this gender, that gender, you don't get to change reality. If you want to live in your own fantasy world, that's great. That's fine. But do not push it on to us who are living in reality. No, I'm, I'm, I'm with you with the kid thing. And if you're, if you're so stupid, you'd eat a Tide Pod. You can't make a decision about your sexuality yet. That's, you know, mm-hmm. you, you, you can't. And, you know, and I saw a TikTok video of a woman holding a baby and she was all like, uh, you know, oh, this is my son. He's blah, blah, blah. You know, he's going to be a good gay son. And it's like, how do you know? He's a baby. You don't fucking know if he's going to be gay or not. So it's like, you know, I don't. I, kids should just be. I've always said this and I stand by it. Kids are kids. Leave them out of everything. Yeah. When they're ready to, you know, if your teenager comes to you and says, hey, I'm having feelings of homosexuality. You have a talk with them. Do you try to convince them? I don't think you now. If you're going to say, "Well, you shouldn't be that way," that's wrong. I don't think anybody should be told to feel a certain way. But you do need to tell them, give them all the facts, so at least they can make a decision for themselves. But still, it's a decision that should be made once they're 18. Yeah, I mean, I'll take it a step farther and say I think 21 is when you should be legally allowed to start taking hormones and getting procedures because again, 21 is your the legal drinking age um and they say is it mid-20s that your brain fully develops when you're a female and maybe a little bit later for a male is it i always i always heard your brain wasn't done until like 23 or 24 okay yeah so somewhere around there so i'm gonna say 21 if you if you turn 21 and you still think you're a different gender than what you were born as then by all means, you're 21. Go go do the things that you wanted to go do and, and change the cosmetics of your body that you wanted to change. That's fine. Like, no sweat off my nutsack, you know? No sweat right. off Mike's either since it's shaved and all. We know that. But um, right. I, I what, what kind of puts me on edge is I know there's going to come a day when I'm out in public, maybe at a restaurant or something, and someone is going to be our server or someone's going to come up to us. And one of the first things that that person's going to say was just to let you know, my pronouns are such and such and this and that. And I'm going to have to tell the person like, look, I'm not here to be your friend. I'm here to, you know, be a customer at this establishment. And I will, I'll get into a debate with that person. You don't push that. Can you record it so I can see it? Sure. I'll tell Berlia to record it. If I'm ever in a a situation like that, the Colonel says, I know a guy who is gay and, and and introduced me to his boyfriend who is actually a female, but she wants to be called he and treated as a dude. So I get the confusion and the world today with stuff like that. Yeah. And okay. And here's the thing I wanted to bring up also. What did Joe say? I think they're pushing this because AI has figured out we split. We were once both, but after the creation story, we became man and women and woman. Many physics talk about it. Well, it seems like they are. All right, I don't. Uh, Joe might be smoking something at the moment. I don't really quite. Do you want to make sense of what he just said? Help me understand what he just said. I, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Joe, let Girl. us know. Let, Joe, let us know what you just lit up. What, what did you just take a puff of? That's what I want to know. <clears throat> but the, but he but but like what he said here, he's right. I mean, his friend is gay, and his boyfriend is a woman. So. It, you know, in my mind, it's in my mind, it's a gay guy dating a woman. It, it's just, but I understand that's what the confusion is, you know. 
And, Wait, and let me reread this. I know. Put that back up there, please. A, 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 guy, a guy who was gay and introduced me to his boyfriend who is actually a female, but she wants to be called he. Yeah, I'm sorry, but that's that's a female. That's that's his. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, and then you're right. Like, if I was friends with them, I wouldn't push that into their face. I wouldn't be like, well, you know, she's actually a girl. But like, in my mind, it's like they, they want me to go along with this gimmick. Like, I it's it, it's tough for me. So. I got into an argument with someone a few weeks ago. So I just want to also make this clear. clear. I do have a trans uh, friend and I, I did meet this person back when they were their biological gender, which was male. And then he transformed into a female. And what I, what I've always respected about him is that he never pushed it on to me. Like in, in like the forceful, like, Hey, you better snap into this. Like now it took me, I'm not even joking. It took me like a year and a half before my brain could naturally like say like, Oh, this is the person's new name. It's, it's her and she now not he and him. Like, and I will do that for this person. And and I think that was, um, I think that was the Colonel's uh, point was if you're friends with someone and you decide to care about that, their feelings, you decide to care about their emotions and you want them to feel comfortable around you. That's great. Like there's nothing wrong with that. But I think where the problem comes in is when you push it on the strangers. Nobody has to give a shit about your preference. You know, I'm crippled and I could sit here and say, well, if people are describing me behind my back, I don't want them to say that I'm crippled. Guess what? It doesn't matter what the fuck my preference is because I'm not around when they're describing me. If they want to properly, accurately describe me to someone, they're going to say I'm crippled or I'm in a wheelchair, such and such. You know, I have no say so over that. And right. I'm telling you what, Paul, mark my words on this. Everyone thinks it's bad right now as of this recording on October 8th, 2023. Everyone thinks that the suicide rate is bad now. Everyone thinks that the mental illnesses are bad right now. 10 years from now, maybe 15, things are going to be way, way worse because mm-hmm. youth of today teens early 20s they're growing up thinking that they can push their ideals onto everyone else and that they can bring their fantasy world to everyone else's reality you can't and there's going to eventually be some pushback on this and when that happens these little coddle bots are not going to know how to handle it and then it's going to make them mentally unstable and it's going to raise the suicide rate I, I truly believe I'm not I'm not saying that with malice either. I'm not trying to say I'm looking forward to that. I'm not looking forward to that. I, I don't you know, as as everyone knows that follows me on Facebook, uh, I recently had a, another a friend a few months ago that committed suicide. We talked about this in the last hot seat episode we had. Her situation was different. It wasn't anything to do with gender uh, dysphoria, but you know it so when you when someone you know and love commits suicide, that affects you the rest of your life. So mm-hmm. just imagine what everyone's going to go through in the future when the coddle bots try to commit suicide and 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 they either succeed or whatever. And it, it affects the older generation. Things are just going to get so fucking bad in the future. It, it's just going to get so motherfucking bad. It yeah, it's it's I don't. I don't judge anybody, you know, do your thing, do your thing, because I do my thing. 
and I don't get into anybody's stuff or anybody's business or anything, but I am not going to play the, the only thing I won't do. I'll do it respectfully when I decline to participate, but I'm not getting into the pronoun thing. I'm just, I'm just not going to do it. You know, I just, the, the most, I, if you really want me to call you, you don't want me to call, then I'll say it. I'll call him an it, but I'm not going to sit there. I, I ain't got time for that. Shit. I ain't got time for that shit. And if it makes me a bad person, then I guess I'm a bad person. But, you know, I don't care who you love. I don't care who you sleep with. I don't care how you dress. I don't give a shit about anything like that. But I'm not going to play the pronoun game. I'm just not going to do it. Yeah. And, Paul, uh, real quick, put Steve's last comment up there. I, w- I want to read this out loud. Steve says, I'm just trying to picture if Grandpa became a woman. It would be kind of creepy with that beard and would definitely ruin Christmas. Yeah, we could call you uh, Grandpa Pauline or something, or maybe Grandma. Yeah, yeah Grandma the nerd. Yeah. Now, Paul, yeah. I, I have a serious question for you. I'm going to have to put you on a spot here since I can see you're getting tired and you're probably going to want to go here in just a minute. Um, you can say this as nice as you need to. Tell us all what how will you handle it when you know your kids or grandkids get older and if they came to you and said hey i think i'm a different gender how would you handle a conversation with them like that i would tell them whatever makes them happy do what they want but if my granddaughter said you know i'm a boy i'd be like that's up to you that's your choice but i'm too old you're always going to be my granddaughter and i'm going to call you lily i'm just I'm not going to hate you. I'm not going to be mean to you. I'm not going to belittle you. I'm not going to, hell, you can bring your gender crossing friends over. I don't care, but I'm just, you, that's who you are to me. And that, and that's how it stays. So, but you know, I don't, I don't like how some parents just disown their children. Like how can you disown your child? Regardless, My son could murder a bus full of people and I would still go on TV and say he's a jackass and he's an idiot, but I would still go once a month to prison and visit him because he's my fucking son. I don't know how anybody can disown their child for whatever reason. That bugs the shit out of me. But I would never disown my grandchildren, but I would I, I still wouldn't play that game with them. For me, it would be you're my granddaughter, but go do what you need to do. It's your life. You you know, you you be you. Mike, what the fuck is funny? <laughs> That's a door that's so sweet, Paul. I swear to Christ, I love you so much. I can't. What did he say? I don't know. Is it what? Pull your microphone away a little bit and say it again. I said what he said was so nice, and it's just so sweet that he's so super. I think he's right. I think he tried to say that what you just said was so incredibly sweet and you basically caught him off guard. And yeah, you caught me off guard a little bit too, but you're right, Paul. In all seriousness, I don't agree either with parents that completely disown their children when they come open yeah. to them about something like that. Cause yes, that's the worst thing you can do. Don't, they're, don't. They're my grandchildren. They're my, they're part of me. How do you disown something that's part of you? You know, it doesn't make it's the stupidest fucking thing. You're it I it just it bugs me. It just it just bugs me in any sense, in any sense. I mean, you for what it's worth, you still had parents in your life. Both of you had parents in your life. I don't know how they treated you and whatnot, but you had parents nonetheless. 
there are some people out there who are born and they're missing a limb or they have a tail or what, and their parents are like, I want to give them up for adoption. I want to get it was like, why? It's still a part of you. How you can disown a child is the most disturbing thing in my eyes. I don't care what's wrong with that child. You don't get rid of it. You just don't. You, you're supposed to love it unconditionally. And that and that's the problem nowadays. Oh, I don't want any, you know, I don't have a problem with a woman. Oh, I never want to have kids. I don't want stretch marks. Fine. Is she conceited? Yeah. But it's her choice. But if you're going to bring children into this world knowingly, you need to be there for them until the day you fucking die. No matter what they do, you need to be there for them no matter what for the rest of your fucking life. It's an obligation that you have made and you need to stick to it. And I think it's scummy when parents fucking disown their kids for whatever reason. I can't stand it. And I don't consider, I don't consider them members of society. I don't consider their, them human. There's no reason to disown a child. Ever. We need to get Derek Chauvin on their asses is what you're saying. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Never disown your child. You're scum. You're, you're scum of the earth. Just no. There's no reason. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a, a really good, a really good statement that you just made. Um, I because I, I was just, while you were saying all that, I was just thinking to myself, like, how would I handle it if I had kids, or if I had grandchildren or anything like that? I th see. My personal view on it is that I think that I, the best thing that I could do is go somewhere in the middle on it. And what I mean by that is, I would tell my child, hey, however you feel feel comfortable with how you feel but you know please understand that you could change your mind in the future and i'll try to help them understand why you could change your mind it's because the medical facts are your brain isn't fully developed yet which means you can and more than likely will change your mind about almost everything at you, you can never sit there and say that you have the same exact views beliefs opinions and thoughts when you're 15 to where when you're 30 35 even 25 Right. And not on everything, maybe on certain things, it stayed the same, but that risk is, it's too risky. It's, it's too in depth of a risk. And I think I would try to get, I would do the same thing that you did. I would say, well, if, you know, if you want to get your friends and other people to go along with that, that's fine. But I, like you just said, you will always be what you were born as to me. And I'd have to figure out a, a way to like say that, but without hurting them because I think if I was a parent, I wouldn't want my child to think that they couldn't come to me about anything, but I, I still believe that it's long-term toxic and, and, and long-term hurtful to let them to just dictate how people are going to refer to them as, and especially if they were trying to dictate how their parents or grandparents were going to refer to them as. I, I don't think you need to let a child or grandchild live in a fantasy world so much to where they think it's a reality. I, I, I just, you know what I mean? And, and I will admit, I don't know what the exact sweet spot is to, to not coddle someone like that, but to also not let them go full force with their fantasies to where they can feel comfortable pushing it on to others. I don't know what the solution is. And that's the point of the, of the debate because who's who's in the right who's in the wrong who's more in the wrong i think is what i should say right. because like you said you have either parents who are completely disowning their children and that's not right because that's just going to make it worse that's like oh i'm my number one fan i thought i had number one supporter is now no longer supporting me because i revealed how i felt in the inside yes that's not okay but then on the other side if you're a child 
in your teens and you think for a fact at 14 years old, I was born the wrong gender. I'm sorry, but you are wrong. You might be gay. You might be bisexual, but guess what? You are either you're male or female, depending on what you were born as. And somebody has got to get you as, as a child, as a teenager, someone's got to get that through to your head, but without hurting your feelings. And yeah, I have no fucking clue what that solution is. I, I just don't. No, so it's it's you know it, when it comes to when it comes to children, you have to be careful because the slightest thing you do wrong could screw up their life entirely. But you don't want to put them in a position to where they look at you and don't like you or anything like that. So when it comes to dealing with children, it's a fine it's a fine it's a fine line. You have to be very very careful. You have to be careful. yeah. And I just seen what might be the most entertaining comment of the night, and that's Steve's latest comment. Let's put that up. He says, Grandpa, what about if an ex-wife uses the kids as a weapon and makes the children disown their father because of their mother's hate towards them? Yeah, that's not so much entertaining. That's a serious question. What What is your thoughts on that? Well, my, I, I would I would collect... And keep track of everything. I'd keep track of everything. That way, when one day when she fucks up, and she will, and the kids are like, you know, they're they're going to wonder, you know, and they're going to think things. And one day she's going to fuck up, and then they're going to come back to the father and be like, well, this is what we were told. And you can tell her, you can tell them the truth. Because people like that, they fuck up. And that, that's my seriousness. You know, if I, I, I you know, in my brain, I want a pistol whipper because that's, you know, you shouldn't turn. I hate when parents separate and then they use their kids. It's like, come on now. There's use the dog, use the cat, use the house, use the car, but don't fight over the kids. You just, I'm going through that now with my freaking daughter and her baby's dad and all these issues. And they do this and he doesn't like this. And she don't, it's like driving me nuts. But you can't, but they're not using the kid. They're not using the kid. If they started using the kid, I'd have a problem. I might actually slash tires and break windows if they were using the kid. But they're not using they're not, they're not using my granddaughter as a pawn, but they better not. I will fuck their day up if they do that. But you're not supposed to use the children. Not supposed what? to use the children. What the fuck are you doing, Mike? Like, are you on a thought? Do you want to like do you have a comment or do you have another yeah. stroke? Because no, because what he could do is he could get a fucking he could death wish three Paul Kersey them with the fucking bazooka and fucking <laughs> just fucking blow them the fuck up. Yeah. Look, there are there are there are women out there and men, you know, I'm not trying to don't I don't want any of this you're a masochist or whatever that fucking word is that they women like to call men. Um I Women, men do it too. Men can use their kids against the the ex wives, but they shouldn't do that. It because you're when you use your kids, like in this aspect, she's using the kids to against him. Well, now he's lost his children, and then they've lost a father, and all they have is a mother, and that's not fair to them. It, it I just, I, I could pull my hair out when it comes to children. Leave children alone. Leave children out of it. Just like when it becomes pol- political. Look, I didn't like Trump, but when they started talking about his kid, I'd get mad. Like, leave his fucking kid. Not the adult kids, the, the younger one. I would get mad. It's like, it pisses me off. 
just like you know, if if Hunter was eight years old, I'd say you know leave the senile man's child alone. Hunter's not, so you can go at him all you want because he can defend himself. But I'm just telling you, man, little kids, they've got pe- people need to fuck off when it comes to kids. Just leave them the fuck alone. Just just stop. You're the adult. Act like one. Act like one. Ooh, I, I think for the first time ever, I see Paul almost get a little mad right there. I do. Pull the fuck up. Yeah. It, it pisses me off, man. It's like, dude, they're kids. They're fucking kids. They're supposed to enjoy their first 18 years because after that, it turns into a living fucking hell with car payments and fucking property tax and mortgage payments and the hot water heater blew and my fucking tires need replacing and god damn it the starter went out in my car they have so much to worry about those first 18 years be a decent goddamn fucking human and let them enjoy it let them play with their yeah. trucks let them play their video games let them act dumb hell if they want to eat a goddamn tide pod just rush them to the hospital but let them be fucking kids. Do not try to rush them into turning into little adults. Their life is going to be shitty from 18 until they're put in the fucking ground. So let them have fun. It's like here in town where we live. All these kids, they cruise up and down Milton Avenue in their trucks. And all I hear is all these old people. I wish they'd do something else. I wish they'd do something else. What the fuck do you want them to do? You took all the skating rinks away. There's no fucking place for them to hang out. Yes, I agree they shouldn't speed so fast. But where do you want them to go? They've got nowhere to go. They've got nothing to do. So if they want to cruise up and down in their trucks, in their cars, wasting their gas and showing them, you know, having a good time, then fucking let them do it. Quit fucking telling these kids, you can't do that. You can't do that. (laughs) Mike, please clip this. Yes, 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 I am. Yes, I am. It's what pissing Paul off. Fuck you, dog, that I got it out, bitch. Sorry. I mean, I you, you, you can't, you can't fucking. I don't get it. I just don't get it. If you're, you're, so, they're kids. They're kids. Yeah, they do. Do their loud, do their loud exhaust annoy me? Yeah, but I don't care. I don't care. I can th- because it, it's not the end of the world, you know. It, it, they're going to spend two hours cruising the street and you know, talking at each other and having a good time. Let them do their fucking thing for God's sake. But, but it's like I, everybody. There's too much adults put too much crap on kids. Oh, you've got to be smart. You got to pass it. They're like in fucking fifth grade, and you're already trying to prep them for the fucking SAT. Back the fuck off. Leave them alone. That, yeah, I have a, I have, I have the biggest soft spot for fucking children, and 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 not not in a way that people would like to think. They should be left alone. They're, I think you should probably rephrase that last sentence you just said. <laughs> they they should totally be left alone, man. It's their, like I said, you're being an adult is the worst thing I ever did. It's fucking, it's hard. It's hard work. You worry about this. You worry about that. All you you spend your whole adult life worrying. Oh, am I going to have enough for this? Am I going to have enough for that? Or are my kids going to have that? Are my kids going to have that? You spend your whole life worrying. Do you really want to put that? You don't want your children at age ten to have a fucking ulcer the size of a baseball because you're worrying them all the time. 
Kids need to be left alone. Kids need to be kids. They need to play outside. They need to hang out with each other. You know, hell, kids need to find that first pack of cigarettes and sneak off into the woods and try to have their first smoke. I'm a, mm-hmm. oh, I, I, if I ever catch you smoking, I'm going to kill you. Why? You fucking did it. So your kids are going to do it. Nothing changes. Generations change, but kids do the same thing. You know, we, we used to act stupid when I was a kid and we did stupid things. And now we're adults. And if we're alive, we obviously did something right. Well, you're going to mess your kid up by fucking around and telling him he's gay or let's go have your balls cut off or, you know, oh, you can't be cruising up and down the street. And it's like, fuck off, man. Let him. When the kid, kids are resilient and they're not as stupid as you think. And, and when kids have a problem, if you're a cool parent, they'll come to you. They will come to you and they will ask you, hey, dad, hey, mom, what's up? And you give them your best advice. But if you try to push things onto them and, 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 and control them so much, they're never going to come to you for shit. And you're just going to fuck up their life. Right. And I'm telling you what, we're probably going to end this here because I don't think we could have had a, a stronger ending than Paul going off like that in all honesty. Yeah, yeah. That, was, that was great. That was great. Our, my, our final, my final thoughts really are that it, I agree with everything you just said. Let kids be kids. Let them learn their ABCs instead of forcing their LGBTQs down their fucking throats. Let teenagers grow up and naturally decide what they want to be, who they want to be. And then when they become an adult, that's when they can be what they want to be. Don't push propaganda on children. And you guys know it's all about the money flow. There's millions upon millions of dollars in trans youth. There, there's just there just is mm-hmm. and that's the problem that's why it's so socially acceptable because it's the propaganda machine it, it's it's you know same thing with like and that's the thing gay propaganda is being shoved down our throats and everything disney is one of the worst offenders and you're supposed to be able to trust disney to to entertain your children mm-hmm. and, so. and, and and that's another thing that's another thing The government should stop telling us what is good or bad for our children. That's our job. If you think it's bad, then you think it's bad. But let me decide. You know, if if my if my eight year old accidentally walks in while I'm watching fucking Sons of Anarchy and I don't think it's that bad, that's my choice. You want to sit next to grandpa and watch the motorcycle gang then sit next to grandpa and watch the motorcycle gang. If my grandson or granddaughter walked in on me and I'm watching a John Holmes classic, I'm going to turn that shit off and skedaddle them the fuck out because you don't want to sit and watch that with me because that's some bad shit and you're not ready for it. Plus, even if you were ready for it, you're not going to sit and watch it with me anyway. But my point here is it's up to me to decide what's good for my kids, just like my grand, my daughter. I give my daughter advice about her kids. But at the end of the day, what my daughter decides is her choice because they're my grandkids. They're her kids. It's up to her. I mean, yeah, grandpa might play the grandpa card. It's like, why'd you give her that cookie? Well, because she asked. I said she couldn't. Well, too bad she's eating it now. But that's just me being grandpa, and I'm not harming her in any way. If you're, if my daughter's still alive, then my granddaughter's just fine eating that cookie. But the government needs to stay out of our lives. They already do enough. They already take enough taxes. They already do this to us. They already do that to us. They need to leave our kids alone. Let us parent. They're not the parents. We are. It's our responsibility, and the government needs to fuck off with that shit. 
couldn't have said it better myself. I think that's the perfect way to close out the episode. Um, the bottom line is the far left and the far right need to stop pushing both of their propagandas onto people that don't want to hear it. And that's the bottom line because mm -hmm. the cripple says so. <laughs> <clears throat> yep. Anyway, I want to thank everyone that stuck with us throughout this almost two hour episode. I think we got some good opinions in both ways. I'm really, I'm really happy with the chat tonight. We got a lot of conversation going on in the chat. I couldn't even keep up with every comment, honestly. It looks like Steve and Joe are sucking each other off in the chat, but hey, that's okay. Again, we're not going to push our propaganda onto them or anything, right? They want to be gay. They can be gay together. You guys can suck dick. I don't care. But um, what do we have coming up? Do we uh, do we want to plug anything before we end the show today? Um, well, let's see. Wednesday is a new Grandpa's Music Sideshow. Uh, Wednesday is also going to be a special Rabbit and Red with myself. And uh, Vince, it's a rude Halloween special. Thursday is a new Rabbit in Red with myself and Theo. Uh, Friday, I don't know if Tom will be back to doing Big Tom or not on Friday. We'll have to see. Um, you might be doing a tribute show that night, just to let you know. Well, hopefully not. Um, yeah, hopefully. I'm just joking about that. Hopefully not. And uh, Saturday, uh, Mind Jacked, correct? Yes. Yes. Saturday, Mind Jacked. So okay. it's a full week. It's a full week here. All right. And, and sun, Saturday night at 9, oh. Grandpa's Playlist came Grandpa's back. Playlist. So it aired last night on the live streaming, and then it's going to be tomorrow you're putting it on Rumble? It's uh, tomorrow night. It'll be on Rumble, but the audio will be available tomorrow morning or actually this morning. Well, if you're in Eastern time this morning in about five hours or so, the audio will be available on demand for you to listen to. Okay. And it'll be on again next Saturday or this yeah. coming Saturday as well. Yes. So. All right. Um, I think the only thing I want to close out with is uh Murray, I'm going to compressure you again. You're, you're coming on to the hot seat. And don't worry, we'll even switch positions on screen so it'll look like you're looking at me since, you know, you can you can only look to one side. But uh, I am hoping this guy, this beautiful man, Murray, comes on to my show in the future. I'd love to interview him. Um, other than that, I believe Paul and I are going to do uh, another Crossing the Streams episode soonish, probably maybe November at this point. But, uh, Paul, we got to get that second part of uh, our Eddie Murphy tribute going. Yes. Yes, we do. So uh, Where you'll actually be black. Yeah, yeah. we got to do some artwork where I'm actually black. Uh, Blackface Cody. That's what we're going to. Uh, maybe I should change my name for that episode, too. Someone remind me when that time comes. <laughs> yes. But, oh, uh, I will. On that, on that note, uh, I want to thank everyone who joined us in the chat throughout the night tonight. Um, Anyone who sees us on demand, feel free to leave comments. Let me know if we were wrong, right? If you hate us for our opinions, let me know if I said too much on this episode. Keep the conversation going. I think things like this and topics such as these that we talked about needs to be talked about more. And I think society needs to stop being fucking pussies going forward. And we need to take things back to basics. That's how we get everyone back down. What am I fucking hearing? That's our closing song. I was, oh, yeah, I was going to put that for the closer. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you for joining us, everyone. We will see you on the next 
program of Robin Red. Have a good night. in my head is my own worst critic maybe it's a product of my bad decisions woke up face down in the damn kitchen two shots too many past my limit <laughs> happiness ain't so far away but it get close up to chardonnay trying to make sense can't concentrate with a voice in my brain screaming every day i'm laughing over the song no one cares if you